Hi everybody, uh, Barry here again from Turning the Page, back doing some podcasts. I haven't had, I haven't done podcasts for a little while, so I've got a few to catch up on. So I'm going to be releasing these over the next few days, so you might get a lot of them in your podcast player. But uh, today's topic is around falling into the hands of robbers and thieves. And a few years ago, I actually got robbed and I had my ute parked in a parking lot next to a big um, hardware shop. And I'd gone into the shop to purchase a few things. And when I walked out, I actually saw someone looking into the back of my truck or my ute. And I thought that was strange. So I thought, so I began to walk very briskly towards them. And when they saw me, they, they rushed to their vehicle, right, which was parked right next door, climbed in and took off. And I was able to sort of look in, and there was two adults in the car, male, female, and there were two little kitties in the back seat. And when I looked into the back of the ute, I, I saw some of my gardening tools were missing, like some of my uh, petrol things like blowers and other tools, and they're gone. So... <laughs> I thought, right, they've been nicked, been stolen by these people. So I jumped in the, in the truck and I took off after them. And by the way, this is when you hear the, the Hollywood music, upbeat, whatever. But um, they had gone and I couldn't find them anyway. I, I, they disappeared. So I returned to the parking lot and went into the shop to see if the security video, whether there's any security video footage of the event. And they did. But these thieves were really cunning. They didn't drive close enough to the cameras to get a really good look at them. And the security guard said that this is what robbers do. They sort of cruise around the car parks looking for opportunities. And they are fully aware of where the cameras are and the quick exit routes. And I watched as a, a van cruise around the parking lot. Found a spot right next to my truck. And they backed in next to it so they could get away quickly. Then the male and the female began to rummage through the gear on the back of my truck. And um, they tried to open my doors, but they were locked. And then they started to take equipment from my truck and put it in their car. Uh, I called the police, the, the police, filed a report, but nothing was returned. Um... But fortunately, I had all my gear insured and covered the loss and actually enabled me to buy even better quality tools. <laughs> and what really uh, hurt me too, though, was these two little kitties in the back of the, the their van. And they were being trained. They, they were observing that this sort of thing was normal and okay. But ever since then, uh, I have been much more careful about where I park my truck and what I leave on the back. and. I may well be putting a canopy on the back of my ute to protect it even further. But at that time, wild thoughts and feelings raged through my mind about what I'd do to them if I caught them. I did still have my pitchfork. You see, I had been violated. Someone had crossed a line and had stolen what I'd worked hard to earn and purchase. And I felt rather foolish um, that I'd left my tools exposed. I was naive. And then even more self-accusing thoughts pounded through my brain. Yeah, stupid, idiot, dummy. And past shaming events triggered memories. I was that little boy again being bullied. 
and uh, everyone will think even less of me than what they think of me now. It's kind of like a downward spiral going down, 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 down into despair. And then, you know, those little children, they have been formed into thinking that this is what was normal. You know, and you've got to think, well, what's their future going to be like? You know, Jesus once told a parable about us and how we have been robbed. And uh, here's the passage. Just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. He said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, now who is my neighbor? And so Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. And you know, uh, if you know your Bible at all, this is um, the story of what we normally call the story of the Good Samaritan. I like to prefer to to call it the, the story of the dehumanized man. And in the original Greek, the word Jesus used to describe robbers was lestes. And lestes means a thief, robber, stealing out in the open, typically with violence. Uh, a bandit, uh, someone who, a thief who plunders and pillages. An unscrupulous marauder, exploiting the vulnerable without hesitating to use violence. And there was more than one robber. There were robbers, uh, and they only saw this man as someone they could take from. He was stripped naked, used for violence, and abandoned. He was just somebody. Um, Mark Laser, in Healing the Wounds of Sexual Addiction, describes two kinds of abuse, invasion and abandonment. And he places the type of abuse, invasion, and abandonment into four areas of human experience. Emotional, so that could be abuse such as yelling, screaming, put-downs, name-calling, profanity, mind-rape. Two, physical, you know, hitting, slapping, pushing, slubbing, spanking, shoving, spanking. Sexual, touching or penetrating the genital area. Uh, Teasing about the body. Sexual humour, sexual misinformation about sex, and spiritual, punitive or angry messages about God, self-righteousness, negative messages about sex, modelling unhealthy lifestyles. And this is related to um, people who are struggling with sex addictions. And as you look over the list, you'll probably see items you will connect with as either a receiver of this abuse or a giver. There is grace and forgiveness for us all, whether we are the victim or the violator. And abandonment abuse, we'll look at the next podcast. But for this parable to have the most significant effect, one must see themselves as that man. Someone going about their daily business, 
only to be attacked and left half dead, naked, stripped of anything of value, and left to die. Robbers and thieves, the, the most obvious invaders and marauders across the line of our humanity. Everyone I have met can relate to some experience of abuse where someone has crossed an obvious line. But we are not alone in our half-dead state. Jesus knows the invasiveness of what man can do. He knows the invaders, thieves, robbers and marauders. And Jesus experienced the dehumanizing effects of living in a broken world. He too was stripped naked and left to die. Look, Christianity is the only religion where God dies. You know, and when we fully face our wounds and how we have wounded others, we need someone to cross our lines with a message of self-sacrificial love and hope. And that's the message of the purest form of love. It's where someone leaves the road, crosses the line, and enters our ditch with an invasiveness of resurrection hope. Here's some quotes for you to think about. Any spirituality that does not lead from a self-centered existence to an other-centered mode of existence is bankrupt. Brennan Manning It is so difficult to admit to ourselves and others that we can't control everything. Only when we name the ways we are powerless do we create space for God to step in. Richard Raw. Change is possible and substantial, but not perfected until heaven. Substantial healing, a phrase used by Francis Schaeffer, underscores the possibility of deep and meaningful alteration without blinding our eyes to the fact that permanent and final change awaits the transformation of the world through Christ's return. The wounds of living in a fallen world with fallen people, including ourselves, make being damaged, internally and externally, a certainty. Dan Allender Christianity is the only religion in the world where God dies at the end. People say they're Christians, but you know what? You never see them nailed to anything. And that's from a TV series called The Inside Man. I had never confronted the utter helplessness of rape, of knowing that it just did not matter that I existed, that I did not want this, that I was being, that I was a human being, not a thing to be invaded, punched or possibly killed. Rape denies that you are a person, that you exist. In contrast, lovemaking affirms your existence. Lynn Henderson. So, some questions. What happened to you as you read this post? Number two, where have you been robbed or assaulted? Number three, what heals the wounds of invasive abuse? Hey, um, I hope you found this interesting, helpful, and um, possibly challenging. If you'd like to email me, uh, barry at turningthepage.co.nz love to hear from you uh and yeah please uh, please email me if you if you want to talk about this topic and any comments you might have um thank you for listening and thank you for those to those people who give a little bit each month to keep the turning the page turning okay until next time um may you lo know a love 
that enters the ditch of your um, abuse history. Okay, bye.